Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Burns. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. This week we're talking about National Pollinator Week. What's going on with that? I'd never even heard of it before. National Pollinator Week's a time to celebrate pollinators and spread the word about what you can do to protect them. Twelve years ago, the U.S. Senate unanimously approved and designated a week in June as National Pollinator Week, marked as a necessary step towards addressing the urgent issue of declining pollinator populations. Pollinator Week has now grown into an international celebration of the valuable ecosystem services provided by bees, birds, butterflies, bats, and beetles. That's a mouthful. So I guess the first question to clear it up is what is pollination? And um, it's really in plants, it's the process where pollen is transferred from the anther, which is the male part of the flower, uh, to the stigma, the female part of the flower. Pollen can then be transferred to one plant or even a nearby plant so that they can get fertilized and make more flowers. This happens in plants that have flowers, uh, which are called angiosperms. So pollination is a very important part of the life cycle of a plant, and they cannot produce fruit or even seeds unless they are pollinated. Uh, that means that uh, plants can't reproduce and spread, which is their main goal in life. Once pollination takes place, seeds or fruit begin to grow, which can mean food for us. So I guess the next question is, why is pollination important to us? And I kind of answered it before, but it goes back to our diet. So worldwide, approximately 1,000 plants grown for food, beverages, fibers, spices, and medicines need to be pollinated by animals in order to produce the goods on which we depend. They estimate that it's roughly one-third of our diet that is dependent on pollination. And just to give you an idea, some of the plants that actually depend on pollination so you know them, they're in your backyard most likely. So apples, peaches, apricots, plums. We go down south with lemons and limes. There's cherries, uh, some of your favorite garden vegetables, even coffee. So a lot of different plants depend on pollination. So we talked a bit about the process of pollination and plant pollination. But let's talk again, and I know you mentioned at the beginning, about the organisms that are pollinating those plants. So when you think about pollination, you probably think about honeybees, and kind of everyone knows about honeybees, thinks of those, but you also have all kinds of other bees, um, blue orchard mason bees, bumblebees, squash bees, but I think the less common pollinators are the ones people don't really know about, are birds, flies, bats, butterflies, beetles, and small mammals. These pollinators are responsible for bringing us one out of every three bites of food. So part of the awareness of National Pollinator Week is also being aware of what's happening to our pollinators and the decline in population that they're experiencing. So I'll just bring up a couple of issues at hand. Uh, definitely habitat loss is one of the big factors in decline. Um, pollinators require natural spaces with vegetation and flowering plants in which to live and forage for their food, which is pollen and nectar. The chief causes for pollinator habitat loss 
or monoculture agriculture, which if you're not familiar with, it's just hundreds of thousands of acres of the same crop being grown over and over again. Whereas pollinators in any species enjoys biodiversity or diversity of plants. There's also mining and, of course, human development. So that's just your concrete, pavement, uh, buildings, metal surfaces, which aren't conducive to pollinators. There's no plants there. So, Pesticides also pose a major threat to pollinators. Changes in the type and timing of pesticide use, avoidance of overspray, better regulation, and or- organic agricultural methods can reduce pollinator mortality. Yeah, I think one of the big things on the table right now is something called neonicotinoids. So one of the big issues on the table right now is something called neonicotinoids, which is an insecticide or pesticide, um, which is it's really helping to decline the honeybee population or bees in general. It's been outlawed or um, banned in Europe, but not so much in the U.S., I think that's on the table right now, but it's definitely one of those things that's reducing the populations of pollinators. The impact of diseases, parasites, and pathogens on pollinator populations is also a growing concern. Managed honeybees are affected by parasitic mites, diseases such as fowl brood and pathogens, and commercially reared bumblebees are also affected by diseases and pathogens. There's evidence that these can spread from commercial colonies to wild colonies around greenhouses. Another factor in pollinator decline is us planting non-native species. So there's that temptation when you go to Home Depot or your your local greenhouse and you see the flowering species that attracts you uh, through color. You know, you think it, the foliage looks nice or the, the flowers that it produces looks exceptionally nice, and so you're tempted to buy it. But what happens once you plant it is uh, our native pollinators are not used to it. Um, pollinators require specific plants which provide nutrients and habitat to their larval or immature stages and adult pollinators. Uh, native plants or wildflowers needed by pollinators may be outcompeted by those non-native species that you're buying from the big box stores. Non-native plants may attract pollinators away from the native species that are more nutritious and better food sources for our pollinators. That gives you an idea of why we shouldn't be planting non-native species. So I guess to wrap things up, a bottom line would be, you know, plant more natives. Uh, Plant those native plants that you're familiar with, that you grew up with, and also reduce your use of chemicals on your property. Uh, Definitely those two things could aid in pollination health and help our native pollinators. And that's really part of the reason why we're celebrating National Pollinator Week. If you have any questions or would like more information on today's show, please contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. Or you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out, ask questions, or make comments about the show. You've been listening to Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Barons. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, 
Be nice to the bees.